Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. On today's show, we're going to dig into some retirement planning errors to avoid and other tips to potentially help correct them. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is an author. hes uh, I'm going to call him a best-selling author because I can. Uh, of a book <laughs> called Every Dime Every Day. He's also president of Frisbee & Associates and uh, is here every week for you. He's a, a well, he's a fiduciary, an independent, and, and got a great company going on there. Uh, hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, how you doing this weekend, Steve? Very, very good. Thank you. Um, you know, feeling the heat, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it's, you talk about heat. I was just in uh, Phoenix doing my next six TV episodes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I walked outside for a little while, one of the afternoons, about five in the afternoon. It was only about 101 degrees out, which I say only, you know, yeah. it's so-called dry heat out there. Well, you still melt. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> hot is hot, right? But, but it was a 20-mile-an-hour wind blowing from the south, which means it's coming from Mexico. Oh. And it felt like your face was in the convection oven, nonstop breeze blowing. It was a, I'd never experienced that. It's only my second time out there. Never experienced something like that in my life. Wow, I don't think – no, I've never had that. Oof, wow, that sounds that sounds a little uh, harsh. But It I was mean, intense. You know, but we're, we're used to the winters, you know. It's a 20-mile-an-hour wind coming from the north, and it only feels like 40 below. <laughs> yeah, yeah same, ca- same kind of thing. You just flip-flop right. the, uh, the temperature gauge. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, all right. Well, let's talk about some of these things, uh, fixing retirement mistakes or errors. And and I think, you know, one of the things, and you talk about this every week, Kevin, is, you know, the importance of having a plan. And that's the biggest mistake is not having a plan. You know, if you get statements in the mail from your investments, that's not having a plan, by the way. If you're thinking if you're thinking you got a plan in place, you might have an idea in your head what, what you might end up doing. But You're right, Steve. Most people come in and some of the biggest or one of the biggest mistakes I see is they just don't have a plan laid out, actual written plan, a a path, so to speak, to guide you through where you're going to go. And basically, you're coming in, having a conversation with us. We're going to help take the ideas from your head. What do you want to do for a plan and lay that out? On a, on a page or on, a, on several pages, giving you that guideline is something you can see. And by having that visual, that whole, you know, I think it helps people kind of, I would say, be more comfortable and, you know, confirm, uh, give them the affirmation that they're going to be okay to, to carry out that plan. Sure. Well, it gives accountability as well, you know, because they're relying on you, you're relying on them. I mean, it, it just makes sense. Uh, there's the word you just used, accountability. And sometimes, right, people don't want to be held accountable for their what they think they want to have for a plan because I'll tell you for one of the big reasons is I think based on the feedback that I, I hear is they, they feel a little bit embarrassed. Maybe they haven't done a good enough job saving up for retirement. So they might have the ideas in their head of what they want to do for a plan, but they don't want to be accountable to somebody. To, to And I'm not saying that people are accountable to me at all. What I mean by that is accountable to laying out their data, their information, what they've done so far in their lives. And, and th- I think that's the wrong way to look at it, right? You know, you come in to see us. First of all, we're not judgmental. We're, we're fiduciary advisors, which means we're very private. We cannot disclose any of your information to anybody outside of our conversation. 
And so knowing that alone, it should give you a little bit more comfort level to say, all right, I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed, maybe, maybe that's not the right word, but uh, hesitant to come in and talk to somebody, but I'm going to do it, knowing that right. I can... I, I can confide in somebody. Well, and, you know, again, once you see that in writing, then that becomes, okay, I am going to be okay. Okay, or maybe I have to do something different, or maybe I have to change something in order to make that happen. And that goes to the next one we're talking about, where it's not knowing how much you need to retire. And it's different that, for everybody. It is different for everybody. And, and I want to touch briefly on another point I was just thinking about as far as that um, not having a plan and being accountable. Some people, they'll come in, and uh, or not come in because they think it's expensive to come in. And they think it's going to cost a lot of money to work with an advisor or a group like ours. And I will tell you, I had a couple in here uh, one Saturday ago, a couple of weeks ago. I, I sometimes do Saturday appointments, right? Because mm -hmm. my schedule is so full. But they were in here and they said, listen, they come up from uh, North Yarmouth. They said, Kev, appreciate uh, you taking some time on a Saturday. At the end of the conversation, they were like, hey, that what you just laid out for us sounded great. You know, let's book a time to come back. And they said, how much do we owe you for today? And I sat back and I grinned and I said, we, we don't do consult fees. I, I promise everybody a free consultation. And I, my, my job is to lay this out for you and earn your business. And so they said, no, you already earned our business. I appreciate the time you've given today. So, all right, great. I'm not going to charge a fee. We don't do that. Let's book a time to have you come back in and, and start to lay lay the processes out and, and the logistics out to put this plan in place for yourself. Well, absolutely. And that's the whole idea of, of making the, the offer, you know, 800-998-5649. That's the number you can call. Folks, go on, take advantage of your, your free consultation, your no cost, no obligation. And if you decide to do business, if you end up working with someone, Kevin, then obviously there is a fee involved. But again, it goes back to the old saying, you get what you pay for. That's right. So we disclose all the fees, everything right up front, when, before, even before people start to work with us. And I actually get into fee structures right in our first appointment in most cases. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, they can come in and have that consultation to your point, Steve, and no obligation to do that. And we're going to talk what that means. And so when I do a comparison, when people come with, with other assets and investments, we want to do that portfolio x-ray we do. We actually do the comparison of risk, of returns, and of fees. So people are going to know where they stand, where they're at right now, and if they decide to work with us, where they're going to stand if they set, if they decide to work with us. And again, getting moving forward with that plan, then you actually know what you need to retire from a monetary standpoint. And so to that point, when we lay that out, and I get into this on the first appointment with most people that come in, we're going to lay out what, what a diagram of a financial plan looks like, all right? And it starts with how much... Do you need to retire? Well, first of all, in order to know that number, you have to back up into a couple pieces of data points first. And then the first one is the budget. The budget need is the critical starting point. That's the, the bedrock because everybody's got a different number in their household. What does a budget look like? What do you need for income to maintain lifestyle, to run the household and build lifestyle into that? What is that number? And then we can build from there. And so when you look at building this puzzle, you start with the budget need to run the household lifestyle. Then you go to fixed incomes. What are your fixed incomes? And at what age are your fixed incomes? If you come in and you're 55 years old and you tell me you want to retire at 62 and your full retirement Social Security is going to be not until 67, well, what, how do we make this work? And, and now you may take a reduced amount of Social Security at 62 to make that bridge, right? Mm -hmm. So we got to figure out what those numbers are at, at whatever age you're trying to retire and then we got to figure out what the numbers are after somebody passes away. If you have a spouse or a partner, how does the income get affected? It goes down, right? Right. What happens to the budget in the household when somebody passes away? Does it get cut in half? Seems like it. it but, but it doesn't though. If, if Let's say your budget need is $6,000 a month okay. and somebody passes away. What's it cost to run the household? That really doesn't change. The grocery bill goes down a little bit, but everything, the taxes, insurances, and upkeep and all that kind of thing for the house are the same. Right. They're registering cars and whatever. 
lifestyle changes a little bit, but but the point is, if it's six thousand when you're both alive, it's probably still going to be five thousand when somebody passes away. So there's usually a bigger gap of income need when somebody passes, and then the next piece of that puzzle in that formula is money. How much money do you need set aside? Use a six percent annual withdrawal rate and back into that puzzle, and then you can tell based on your budget, based on your fixed incomes at particular ages, how much money you need at the end of that period to be able to sustain yourself. And that's really what it's all about, is is understanding that. And, and boy, you talk about just having the confidence to go into retirement with a plan like that. You're going to feel yeah. good about yourself and about what what's what the future holds. Yeah. And, and let me let me throw that that same couple that come in that Saturday a couple of weeks ago. She, she stood up. Well, before she sat down, she said, listen, I know that we're here and we're distressed and I don't believe I can ever retire. This is her commentary. She's 60, 61 years old. He's in the same same age bracket, basically 62, 63. I said, okay, that, thanks for sharing that with me. Let's let's talk through this. Let's figure out what's going on. Sure. And so it turns out she actually, they actually could retire. And again, being young 60s, they actually could retire pretty easily right now if they wanted to. But because of health insurance, we're going to get them to probably 65. But she said at the end of the, 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 the meeting, it only took an hour and 10 minutes. We, we were meeting together. She says, I can't even believe how much better I feel before when I come in here. <laughs> so that was an hour and 10 minutes later. Yeah. And I said, I'm glad to hear that because yeah, I think you're in a great spot. I think you'd think you've done a great job. It's just, you didn't have a plan laid out like I just did for you. Right. Uh, to, to, to confirm and show. Well, and, and again, but you you tell you tell those kinds of stories all the time. As long as we've been doing radio, there are situations where people come in there, they're all, you know, ball, you know, balled up. And then you just explain and look at things and, hey, look at things look good. And, and again, to that point, it's a matter of knowing, and it's a matter of having some guidance of somebody that's you know got the expertise in uh, in what we do, and that's that's us and myself or well, one of the other advisors here at Frisbee Associates. All right, so let's flip it around. Let's say they're not quite ready yet. What do you tell them? I, you know, I had somebody um, again. Uh, I don't know. The last couple of days, situation is they come in sixty young sixties again. I think this one was uh, she was single or, or or widowed, sixty years old, and so. Didn't have a lot of enough money saved up. I shouldn't say a lot, but she didn't have enough money saved up. She said, oh, "I really would like to retire when I get to be sixty-two, which is only in a couple of years." I said, I, "You know, let's lay this out." And I used the same formula, and I and I painted that picture based on her budget, based on her fixed income. Whenever she got to that sixty-two mark, and I said, "You know, you come in, you get one hundred fifty thousand, and so it's not quite going to give you at six percent annual withdrawal enough to make up for that budget gap." And here's here's what we need to do between now and then. I think realistically, 65, 66 in her case, because let's say, let's say we get her an average of 12% return going going forward for the next six years. The rule of 72 when it comes to money, it's it this formula that tells you how long it's going to take your money to double. So her 150 technically in six years when she's 66 should be 300,000. Well, that makes a big difference in two ways. Number one, if she's got 300,000 now, she's drawing 6% a year, right? That's $18,000 a year. It's $1,500 a month. And- she won't take Social Security early. She's going to delay it till 66, which gives her the bigger bump of Social Security money. So there was a double benefit to her. And when I laid that out and explained it, she's, you know, some people come in sometimes, Steve, with pie in the sky, thinking I can retire early and, and not realize, realize about the detriment of doing that and potentially running, running out of money. So a handful of years, it's not a big, I mean, it's a big deal, but it's not really a big deal in the scheme of things. It goes by really quick at this point in your life. <laughs> yeah, time goes by a lot faster the older you get. Certainly that's true. That, that's right. Exactly. 
Well, I'll tell you what, boy, we have had a great conversation here and we're already up against the clock. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Come on in and, and have that conversation with you. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review, see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll end up with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 10 callers right now, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Coming up, we're going to continue on with retiring planning errors to avoid and other tips to potentially help correct them. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, Let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent, but it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, uh, of course, author of Every Dime Every Day. He is president of Frisbee and Associates. And uh, boy, that first segment, Kevin, went by so quick. Let's uh, let's kind of pick it up where we left off in, in terms of, you know, things that we can do, errors to fix uh, or correct or to have in hand before we get to retirement. And this is a biggie. We talk about 
incorrect beneficiary designations. And I'll tell you, estate planning, I know we don't talk about it a lot, but I know you feel it's critical to have that in place. It's, it's critical in a lot of ways, Steve. So uh, a couple things here. Number one, when, when people set up accounts with us, one of the most important things we can do is set up the correct beneficiaries. And so I'll use an example. I, I've told this story, I think, in the past on the radio show, but I've told it a, a hundred times in the seminars when I do the, some of the, uh, the commentary on legal planning, whatever, in our, in, in our asset preservation workshops. I had a client a couple of years ago, couple, husband and wife come in. He handled all the finances. And so um, you know, we, we, we did all kinds of business. They, you know, they rolled all kinds of business with us, and we helped them consolidate and do some great planning. Well, he passed away about a year and a half after they started, started up with us. And he moved all of the accounts that they had with us except for one he had at the former broker here in Lewiston that, um, that he, and he, the only reason he didn't move that account because he was drawing down that account as in current income. So it was going to, it was going to draw down over, you know, several years. Mm-hmm. So it would allow the money with us that we do tactical manage to, to be able to grow and, and do a much better job. Cause we were doing a much better job than that other broker was on the accounts based on the history. So he passes away about a year and a half ago now. She comes, it's actually got two years now, now that I think back. She comes in and said, Kev, I need your help. I said, no problem. You know, I promised when we started, even though you didn't handle, handle the finance, if he, you know, if he passed away first, you're going to lean on me. That's We're here now. After we, we settled all this out and we contacted that other broker, it turns out that the other broker did sloppy beneficiary work and set up, instead of setting her up as a spouse, the primary beneficiary the broker put the estate of, and what ha- what means what happens in that case is, I had to call a local attorney that I know to help get an estate plan account set up with this poor woman. Worse than that, she had to put it through probate. This it's a retirement account, probably about seven. It was about seventy five thousand bucks. Had to put it through probate, and worse than that, it all became a taxable event of full of full seventy five thousand bucks. So she had to pay seven eight thousand dollars in state and federal taxes on that or, or more on that amount of money to that point is that was because the the beneficiary was not done correctly and that's that's a simple thing but it's a big thing in the end if something happens if you look at the legal planning that people continue to not get done i give an example i had a husband and wife recently going through divorce they're settling out right now should be any day now so i meet with the husband he's got an account with me i did a conference call with the wife she's down in carolinas you know trying to resettle down there Conference call, and she's now fishing around. She says, you know, we're doing this and, you know, appreciate your help over the years. This is how we're going to amicable, amicable divorce. How much does so-and-so have in his account? And I stopped it right there. I said, I can't tell you that. Even though you're married, even though we did business together as a husband and wife, if I could tell you that if you showed me a financial power of attorney. But but until that point, it's I, my license is at stake here. I cannot disclose. Oh, yeah. Because she's not an owner in that account because it was a retirement account. It wasn't a joint account. To that point, think about if you're a married couple or a partner or any situation, right? And something happens to one of them and, and they become incapacitated in a coma in the hospital or something drastic like that. And you need to take money out of that retirement account or that other account that that person owns with me. Well, at the end of the day, if, if you don't provide the proper legal documentation of financial power of attorney, I can't even disclose the account information, never mind release funds to you to help pay for bills. That's how important it is. Yeah. Well, and again, I mean, that whole estate planning thing, I'm going to jump ahead here a little bit and let's talk about the transfer on death, payable on death designations. That too is a key part of the of the estate plan. And and it's like you said, the the power of attorney, that, that 
financial power of attorney. And a TOD, we call them TOD accounts, transfer upon death. So mm -hmm. when we set up TOD accounts, it's non-retirement type of accounts. People come in all the time and, and say, Kev, I got 150,000 in my savings account. You know, I want to do something with it. What do we do? And if they come in and they want to, if they're married, let's say, we're going to set up a TOD, transfer upon death, so that it's a joint owned account and it exactly says what it does. When somebody passes away, it will automatically transfer to that other person upon the death of the first one. A lot of people will do that, that with a, a parent. They'll set up an account, a, a joint account, and do a TOD, transfer upon death, so there's no tax event when somebody passes away. Right. So it ends up being a big deal. Well, but yeah, well, just, my father did that. It was a big deal. I mean, you know, it was to me, it was a big deal. It, it is because you avoid probate. You don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be disclosed. You automatically take over the account. There's a lot of benefits to that. And so, but again, it's it's a matter of doing the proper documentation when you set the account up. It's simple stuff that a lot of people don't pay attention to. Easy mistake to avoid. Yeah. All right. So, uh, all right. So now here's a real obvious. Why don't we talk about this all the time? But we're talking about mistakes to avoid and errors to to avoid and not taking that match in your in your employer's 401k. I mean, that to me is a huge mistake. It is a big deal. So why would somebody not take advantage of a, a free money situation, right? If you're getting a, a 401k match and you're not putting money in your 401k, what's wrong? I mean, I don't understand. You, or you don't understand. I mean, ultimately, right? Ultimately, so, yes. It, go back to your HR person. Ask them. If you don't know, ask them, hey, are, are we getting a match from you? And if they say yes, say, I want a form, I want to do a contribution. Do it right away. Why, why would you wait any, any longer to not do it? And if they're not doing a match, okay, let's rethink this a little bit. Now you could sit down with us and say, Kev, they're not doing a match. I want to contribute X amount of dollars. My commentary will say, all right, based on your age, based on your income, are you allowed to put into a IRA or a Roth IRA outside of the 401k? You're limited to, to how much you can put in based on your age. If you're younger than 50, it's 6000 bucks. If you're 50 and older, it's $7,000. But if you if you plan on putting more than the $7,000, let us say, in a, in, a, in, a, uh, in a retirement account, you put the seven with us in a, a traditional IRA or a Roth, and then you can go ahead and put whatever percentage above and beyond that in your 401k. Okay. And so I say that because we manage money way better than... 401ks uh, are managed basically because we're doing the tactical management. And a 401k, you might pick a life cycle fund that they reallocate one time a year and it's not actively managed. The burden's on you. So you're gonna you're gonna pass that burden to us and manage your funds outside in a in an IRA chassis and then go ahead and put additional money in a 401k because again, because of the limitations of how much you can do for traditional IRA and Roth IRA contributions. And what you, know, you talk about a Roth IRA, and I know some companies are offering the Roth 401k, and if the Secure Act 2.0 gets passed, you're going to be able to designate that match into the Roth. And, which is great. That'd be uh, great. But also, it, it's going to be dependent on household income levels. It's going to be dependent on tax brackets, too. Okay, sure. I mean, well, you know, I'm going to make recommendations on on how much to put where, whether it be a Roth or, or a traditional 401k, based on the income, household income and the tax brackets. And uh, yeah, absolutely. So those are all conversations that you have all the time. And let's talk about Social Security for a minute and believing that you can exist on Social Security. I mean, I guess it, you can, but it isn't going to be fun. Social Security was never designed, never set up to be the sole income in a household when somebody retires. Just wasn't, uh, wasn't done. It was set up to be a livable supplement to whatever you do outside to a pension. And then when the pensions get eliminated, basically, for the most part, um, with the pension, uh, with the, the design of the 401ks in 1983, 84, 
And all of a sudden, now the burden was switched from the pension companies and, and the, uh, for, uh, the, the companies you work for over to the individual. So again, if you're if you were right now relying on on just Social Security, you, you know, let's let's rethink that. I think you're going to make a mistake. I think it would be sorry down the road, sure. especially with the inflationary cycle right now. Social Security income is not going to increase at the pace of the cost of goods and services. I pro- and it's not happening right now. I promise you that. Well, it never has. It never has. And it, again, you you're going to pay higher medical premiums, Medicare B premiums, and all that kind of thing just to 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 offset your Social Security raises. So again, that leaves you out in the cold, basically have to supplement the additional higher cost of groceries and, and heating oil and gas prices and everything else. And then we get to believing that you'll never retire. And, and I'm just going to go back to that story you told in the first segment about the, the couple and she believing that they had not enough to, well, I'm never going to be able to retire. Woe is me kind of a thing. And, and you give them some good news. But again, a lot of people have that mindset. And they do be, just because they don't know. And, and, you know, to be fair, Steve, some people may never be able to retire. And I've had cases in conversation with people that that's just the reality. And it's just the, the, the way it's, the, you know, the chips have fallen for them over their life. But some people believe they'll never be able to retire like that woman I said a couple sa- Saturdays ago. And she left. I, I, I can't wait to see him again, the, the bet, book to come back in here. She left thinking, oh, my God, I, I, I would say she, she felt so relieved based on her commentary. Sure. And based on the glow on her face when she left the office, you know what I mean? And it's a good conversation for me to say, hey, you know, that woman's going to have a, a good weekend because of our conversation this morning. <laughs> She's going to be sleeping a lot better these days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so by contrast, uh, you know, the desire to retire too early, that can be detrimental as well. Well, you know, there's a couple things that factor in there when you think about retiring too early. Number one, do you have the the, the right amount of money to do that? And if you do, and, and I hope you do, what are you going to do with your time? I mean, that's, that, you know, some people say, I don't have to worry about that, Kev, I've got a plan. Well, I've heard people say that too before, but if you're 55 years old and you're retiring, I've, I've retired some 55-year-olds, and I don't know of any one of them that I've retired that have not gone back to work doing something. And just that I'm going to have to do a poll and find out who has and who hasn't. But I, I can tell you right now, the conversations is it just gets boring. Yeah. And, and yeah, you can only do the honey-do list so long and, you know, you, you do your gardening so long, but, you know, how many weeds do you want to pick in the garden, right? You, you, that's not as, you, you want to have a purpose in life is the point. Sure. Yeah. Well, summer, summer ends and there's no more gardening. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, Kevin, we're up against the clock already. We're going to have to go ahead and invite folks to call, and and, uh, let's give them the offer. Sounds good, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 
Hey, folks, here it is. This is it. Your chance to sit down with Kevin and the team at Frisbee and Associates. 800-998-5649. Ten callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see, you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you've got a roadmap now that can help get you to where you need to be. So you got nothing to lose. Ten callers. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, we'll tackle how to prepare for one spouse to retire while the other is still working. There's some things you need to do to make sure you're ready. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoon? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. Road trip? Huh, not yet, but we are excited about when we can again. In the meantime, let's set up some temporary road trips you can make at home. Maybe call them haul trips. Come with me. Let me introduce you to an area of the home meant to keep your vehicle out of the elements. Where's your car? In the driveway? Why is that? Well, let's go inside and take a look. Oh, now I see why. Let's see what we have here. Old treadmill turned clothes hanger collecting dust now. Old newspapers. Hmm. I see Reagan beat Mondale. Nice TV. Vintage 1989. Who wants to watch Cheers? When cabin fever sets in, you can finally do what you've been saying. One of these days, I'm cleaning it out. Follow me to another area of the house. In my day, we called this room a kitchen. Now, what's that odd-looking appliance there? No, 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 not the microwave. You know that one. The one over there. It's called an oven or a stove or both. Anyway, in another time, people would prepare meals on and in this device. And many times, others would gather around for maybe a little wine, some appetizers, and great conversation. Now come in here, this is called a dining room. Now back in the olden days, families would gather around this thing called a table, enjoy a meal together, and not check social media. No, they'd actually do a little something we used to call talk. Here, I'll go ahead and take your reservation for tonight at six. And by the way, this room doubles as a card playing table room after dinner, or maybe board games. Now, you know this room, it's the bathroom. What's this? You're out of you know what? Time for a real safe social distancing road trip to the store to find out they're still out. Any room in your home is a great room to go online and set up a virtual conversation with your retirement advisor and learn how to build a solid plan for yourself with income and risk protection. Hopefully soon we can all get back out on the road. on 
Financial Safari with Kevin Prisby. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And having a great conversation. I mean, the first couple of segments was all about mistakes and avoiding them and how to avoid them. I like this next segment um, just from a purely personal standpoint. My wife is about six years younger than I am. So, all right, let's find out because I'm retiring first. <laughs> I'm heading to the beach. Uh, she can go to work, right? But, I mean, in all seriousness, you probably see that a fair amount where, you know, one's going to retire first and and then how do you how do you deal with all that? <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing right out of the chute because the conversations that I've had, I got one recently. I, it's probably been a couple months now, but this couple come in and they're new clients and uh, we're doing a review and finally they, they set a date. And so they say, yeah, we, we're going to retire. And so she chimes in and says, he says, yeah, I'm going to retire. And she looks at him and says, no, you're not. I'm going to retire first and you have to work another year. So I have a year by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I took my hat, my marriage counselor hat, put that on right there, right then, you know, and started Absolutely. conversing. So it's funny because there's a, there's a lot of dynamics that go with this. And so I'll never forget, I, it was a, several years ago when I was over in Jay and at, at a home of a client and uh, doing some planning. And so he had uh, been working a construction job for 30 years. He would travel on Monday morning and travel to Massachusetts and work all week and come back Friday afternoon for 30 years. And she was the rock at home, right? Raised a couple of kids, took care of everything at, at the home and, and whatever. And he gets, a, he gets his retirement date and we lay this plan out and she burst into tears like I almost, I almost hyperventilating and crying. And I said, what's going on? What's wrong? She's, and we're, we're sitting there. I had another advisor with me, the couple sitting there with us. And she says, I don't know how to live with this man. I mean, we really haven't lived together for 30 years. So I, I, we have to re, you know, I'm scared about reinventing this and figuring out how to, how this all works. And she had a legitimate point. You're like, they, you know, he would come on a Friday and, and take care of laundry and, and, you know, quick conversation and be gone again on Monday morning. That's not a lot of time together. Mm -mm. And so uh, real situations is my point. And so when it's in its dynamic and there's feelings involved here. So what happens? What are some of the other things that people look at when, when somebody wants to retire and another one's still going to work, particularly with an age gap? There's a lot of there's a lot of factors here that have to be looked at and counted on. So uh, it has to come down to a budget as well and, and living expenses and lifestyle. So sure. So the, the question is, let's say somebody retires and somebody still works. How does it change the budget? What, what happens to that paycheck that, that the person stops? Number one, you won't be putting into retirement accounts or likely not going to be putting into retirement accounts. You still could do IRA contributions based on the spouse working. Um, but but maybe you, you you carve down the budget. You try to figure things out. Maybe you won't be traveling if you're on the road at all. Uh, you know, Maybe your gas budget changes, that kind of thing. So what, what does the new budget look like? We got to figure that out first and foremost. You're right. And uh, so, and then as we look at this as the couple, I mean, you just, that description of, of working, you know, all week away and then coming back, that, that has to be just, uh, you know, almost a brutal thing to have to try to adjust to. And, uh, but again, there's other adjustments, just I mean, not everybody's that drastic, but still there's adjustments to routines that, you know, that, uh, I mean, it's just, it just is what it is, I guess. Yeah, there's a, there's adjustments to the routine, and uh, you know what happens is you have to again you have to reinvent yourself in some ways. You have to figure out the the daily routine. If, if you know when maybe a game plan is saying, all right, when's that second person going to retire? What time frame is that? What do you want to accomplish before that person finally gets done? Uh, I've told a story a, a thousand times of my parents that uh, my dad was working in Hannaford and Rumford, and my mom was uh, was uh, uh, on, 
on disability. So she hadn't worked for several years. So outside of the home, I should say, she'd slap me if she heard me say not work for several years. <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of the day, they sold the, the, the second car when he retired. And I said, and, and told me a couple months later, I said, what are you nuts? And why would you do something like that? I mean, why wouldn't you consult with your, your son, who's one of the top financial guys in the state dealing with these issues, right? Yeah. So we, we laughed about that. And I said, yeah, all right, we'll see how it goes. And six months later, he calls me up and says, yep, we just bought a second car. I said, of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> you need to have an, an element of independence, right? I mean, yes. think about it. If you're, you got you to be able to get out there and do stuff and not have to worry about that other person's uh, you know, need to get out and do stuff is my, is my point. Well, you mentioned income, and I know that that is certainly a key to a successful retirement. But And as one person retires and one continues to work, that whole Social Security claiming strategy comes in, and then that becomes a bit of a puzzle there, too. It does. This is one reason we do the retirement income planning workshops where we talk about Social Security strategies. It still is available for some people to be able to utilize maybe that spousal benefit. And some people are like, really? It's, it's available? So what happens is, let's say one person... Uh, retires, and let's say you're both full retirement age, but one person's still working. Well, you technically could, as long as that working spouse would go file for their benefit, they could either A, file for their benefit and allow you to collect spousal benefits, or you could file for your benefit, allow them to file for spousal benefits. It's still available. So uh, it could be a way to get a bump up in Social Security while you still have a couple of years working left and tuck that money away and, and maybe build up your reserves additionally. So again, Social Security has changed a lot of the strategy over the years, and there's still some available that people just are confused about. And that's one reason, if nothing, to call us up and, and take advantage of that consultation. 800-998-5649. That's the number, folks. So let's talk about health insurance because <laughs> because health insurance. Yeah, he, he, here's what I call the elephant in the room a lot of times. And so right now, the rule is you, you cannot get on Medicare until you become 65 years old, unless you're on Social Security disability for at least two years. That's the rule. Okay. What that means is if the person that wants to retire is is carrying the health insurance, and let's say that person's older, right? Let's use your case, Steve. Let's say you're, you're, you're carrying the health insurance, your wife, and you want to retire, and your wife's younger by six years. What is she going to do for health care? She can't get on Medicare until she gets to be 65. So the options are, A, you still work and carry her till she gets to be 65. And a lot of people will do that because sure. it, it might be the, the least costly play to do that. We Even though you don't want to do that. Number two, you still have or you would have potentially access to the Affordable Care Act. And like it or not, it's out there, healthcare.gov. You can go play around with the numbers and go on there and figure out what your household income is going to be. Let's say you, you, you know it's summertime right now and you want to retire in January of 2022. Go on healthcare.gov, play around with the numbers, figure out, you know, two-person household, what the income, estimate what the income is going to be for the year. And then it'll look, it'll show, you know, the, the bronze, silver, gold plans and figure out what the, co the cost of those are. I had a, a, a client down in South Portland recently, just retired nurse from uh, Maine Medical Center. And so I sat her with Bill Pike, one of my, well, he's my health insurance specialist. Got her in touch with Bill. Bill sat down with her and said, all right, here's what the deal is. Your household income is going to be 50 $54,000 as a single person. So at that level, all right, pretty decent income for a retiree, 62 years old. At that level, she qualifies for a subsidized healthcare plan until she gets on Medicare. And so she's going to pay about $375 a month for her healthcare, good healthcare plan mm -hmm. until she, for, for the next year, until she gets to be 65. Well, that's not the end of the world. And she says, wow, I feel relieved because I thought it was going to be $1,000 a month. I said, nope, you qualified. We're going to, we're going to manage your income. She's got 
different accounts with us, Roth accounts, so I can help manage the income to keep it at that point. She can have a higher income, but I'm talking about taxable income and keep her under that threshold. Three years out, bang, she goes on Medicare, which then I'll sit her with one of our Medicare specialists. We'll get three of the medic- best Medicare people in the whole state. And now we, we've got those bases covered and I've kind of guided that along to get it to the promised land, so to speak. That sounds great. So if when a couple, if one of the couple, one of the couple retires and the other one doesn't, is, does that open up the door to a Roth conversion to make that a little easier? Yeah, it could. And, and, and a lot of times, yes, we're going to look at that possibility and figure out, all right, how's the household income change? How, you know, where are you with the tax brackets? And then maybe it opens the door to do additional Roth conversions or some Roth conversions if you haven't done them already. Uh, absolutely. That's Roth conversions right now with tax, uh, taxes probably going higher soon. Um, we we want to have that conversation every single appointment. Well, and I know you do a ton of the Roth conversions and are helping folks build that tax-free income. And boy, who doesn't want that? And, and now's a great time, <clears throat> being summertime, now's a great time to start thinking, a lot of the Roth conversion strategies that we put into play, we'll talk about them through the year, but we'll execute them until we won't execute them usually until October, November. Mm-hmm. And I tell people that let's wait till towards the end of the year, because if something changes in your income, you don't want to do a Roth conversion earlier in the year, and then you're stuck. So we we wait till towards the end of the year. We don't want to wait till December. October, November is the perfect time. Mm-hmm. But right now is a great time to start thinking about that. Is my point. Sure. So let's talk about a spousal IRA. Help me understand what that is. So a spousal IRA, let's say, let's say you retired and all of a sudden you don't have earned income, right? Mm-hmm. But your, your wife is still working. Well, you could still qualify to put money into an IRA account or Roth IRA based on your spouse's earnings. And so that's popular for people that maybe are stay-at-home moms still or, or have retired already and they want to continue to put some money and tuck some money aside into retirement accounts. They can actually do a spousal IRA contribution based on your your spouse's income, which is a great thing. Absolutely. Well, folks, again, I <laughs> can't believe how quick the show is going today, Kevin. Um, well, Kevin is willing to put on any hat necessary to make this process <laughs> happen. If one of you is retiring, the other one isn't. I mean, now's the time to make the call. Well, anybody really just make the call. Get on the calendar with Kev. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. 
Hey, folks, here it is. It's a great way to, to really figure out your financial roadmap, that, that retirement plan that can help get you to where you want to be. Uh, take that complex financial world, break it down, make it clear, easy to understand. It really is a practical financial review. Second opinion, yes, that's what you need right now. Don't procrastinate any longer. Simply make that phone call. 800-998-5649. Ten callers get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but more importantly, it's a road roadmap that's going to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. 800-998-5649. It's that time again. You've got questions and I've got answers. That and more right after this. run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits and here comes the Roth conversion he's locked in for income for life he's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan he's created his own pension as well and it looks like he's going to go all the way play your best retirement game call financial safaris Kevin Frisbee 800-998-5649 800-998-5649 in April 1948, Charles P. Lazarus founded a baby furniture retailer, Children's Bargain Town in Washington, D.C. The focus of the store changed in June 1957, and the first Toys R Us dedicated exclusively to toys rather than furniture was opened by Lazarus in Rockville, Maryland. Lazarus also designed and stylized the Toys R Us logo, which featured a backwards R to give the impression that a child wrote it. On September 18, 2017, Toys R Us Incorporated filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, Stating the move would give it flexibility to deal with $5 billion in long-term debt, borrow $2 billion so it could pay suppliers for the upcoming holiday season, and invest in improving current operations. The company had not had an annual profit since 2013. It was initially stated that only the U.S. and Canadian operations would be affected and that its brick-and-mortar stores and online sales sites would continue to operate. On June 29, 2018, Toys R Us shut down all of its remaining U.S. locations after 70 years of operations. The company planned to revive the Toys R Us and Babies R Us brands in the future. In November 2018, it was announced that grocery market chain Kroger would add toy displays under Jeffrey's Toy Box brand, a store within a store concept from the toy company, to some of its locations to sell selections of Toys R Us private label products. The brand operates under Jeffrey LLC, an intellectual property holding company within Toys R Us. On January 20th, 2019, the company emerged from bankruptcy as True Kids. On October 8, 2019, True Kids announced a partnership with rival Target that relaunches ToysRUs.com ahead of the 2019 holiday season and redirects its shoppers to Target.com once they select the buy button. On November 27, 2019, Toys R Us opened a retail store at Westfield Garden State Plaza in Paramus, New Jersey. On December 7th of that same year, a second location was opened in Houston, Texas. In 2020, Toys R Us ended their deal with Target. Instead, ToysRUs.com returned to having their sales through Amazon.com, this being the first time since 2006 that Toys R Us partnered with Amazon. Until their liquidation and closing in 2018, the company owned 739 stores in the United States, in addition to more than 750 international stores and more than 245 licensed stores in 37 countries and jurisdictions.
are back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, president of Frisbee and Associates. Got a whole team of folks uh, that cover the state end-to-end and even New Hampshire out there. Um, you're a busy guy, Kevin, because not only are you doing this show, you're doing TV. Uh, you're with Howie Carr every week. I mean, plus, you know, plus you're working with clients. Yeah, I, I, you know. I, I've, I've said from the beginning, I had a very successful person teach me this when I was young saying, busy people get things done. And so I've taken that to heart. And you know what? When I have the ability to go out here and positively affect people's lives, it motivates motivates me. It's just the, the best way I can say it. You know, I've taken this, this past round, we went to uh, Phoenix to do our next six TV shows. Mm-hmm. I took uh, AJ Harmon, who's our one of our new guys from uh, Windsocket, Rhode Island. We started doing TV shows down in Rhode Island, North, uh, oh, Southern wow. Massachusetts, Fall sure. River area. I took uh, Peter Hansen. So you're going to you're gonna find, if you listen to the radio show right now, Peter come down and did two shows that are going to be airing uh, coming up soon in the next few weeks. And uh, also Derek Hewitt. So all the three newest guys, add-ons, they're not new in the business. They've been around forever. But with the newest add-ons of Frisbee and Associates took them out and, and did a couple shows apiece. So I'm excited to be able to kind of lift these guys up and show the you know show the growth of Frisbee Associates and and have these guys be able to help help their clients uh, in, the, in the same way, basically, is what we're doing here. Well, I know that folks uh, kind of feel like they get to know you on the radio, but here's a chance to really give everybody a chance and to give the television audience a chance to get to know you guys, you as people, in a sense. I mean, I've seen yeah, your TV shows. That I mean, the, the rapport is great. The host is great. I mean, she does such a nice job. She does. And, and I'll tell you, people, uh, if you listen to the show right now, our website is frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits with an S, dot com. And you can see all the shows. We get 54 episodes, the last uh, from 49 to 54 on there, the ones we just did with those guys. So if you're if you're a fan of those guys already, you're working with those guys, you want to go see some of those shows, they're on the website posted already. Wow, they're already there? They're there already. Well, yep, your pretty, we're, we're your production team is fast. Yes. Well, you have them the day after we we finish production. They cut and, and edit right away. Wow. That's amazing. All right, folks. So, so there you go. Uh, frisbeebenefits.com. And uh, let's jump into a couple of these questions here. Uh, Glenn is in Hollis. He says, I'm receiving my Social Security retirement benefit. A friend told me I should apply for my spousal benefit uh, based on my husband's record as well. I always thought a person could receive only one benefit or the other, but not both. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, you, you only get one benefit, Glenn. So at, at the end of the day, if you're already receiving your Social Security benefits, you cannot go back and change what your strategy is going to be. You could if it was within one year and you paid everything back that you've collected already. You've okay. got a one-time chance to do that. But but at this point, it, it doesn't sound like you can do that. Um, we, we touched on that in the last segment, Steve, right? Sure. With, with some of the option of a, a spouse retiring early and the other one's still working. Do you do a spousal benefit and put that into play? And it sounds, Glenn, like you didn't know about it, which, you know, obviously you hadn't come out to one of our seminars, unfortunately, uh, because we'd have laid that out as, as a potential option if it was feasible to do, if it sure. made sense to do. All right. Uh, 800-998-5649 is the number. Um, and uh, you can get in with uh, with uh, Kevin. All right, let's move on. Fred is in Bryant Pond. And he says, when you withdraw monies from a 401k plan, pay the taxes, and reinvest the balance into a Roth 401k, is there a waiting period of five years before the profit is tax-free? Also, do you, if you do this yearly, must each conversion amount be held for five years, or once the Roth 401k is open, is it only one five-year period? Well, my first question, Fred, thanks for writing in, but my first question is, why would you withdraw the monies from a 401k, pay the taxes, and then put that back into a Roth 401k? That makes no sense to me at all. No. Uh, you know, I think what I would do if you're working with us is 
we would do a rollover from the 401k to a Roth 401k and then pay the taxes on it. You know, accordingly, you don't need to do a withdrawal. You should do it as a rollover. Okay. And so that the five-year period is accurate. You, you have a five-year wait period that uh, to have a Roth open up, you have to wait that period until, at the end of that period, until that money's tax-free uh, coming out on the gains, I should say. You can take the principal of your Roth contributions out within that five years without the penalty, but your gains won't be tax-free until the end of the five years. Okay. So, that, but that, that money that you put in yourself, that money is always available to you with no penalties. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. That's the point. So, you, you, know, you just need to know that the goal of a Roth is to get that tax-free growth and, and have all that penalty and tax free when you get uh, when you get that money out so, so again, just just put it in and leave it <laughs> that, that that's that what that's what you should try to do yes yeah. leave it as and so again when people do that we're going to talk about if you need money where, where's where's maybe a different place you can draw it from to get past that five years and by by the way five years goes by quick too so yeah, no kidding you know, it's one of those things, yeah, if, you, if it's strategized right and planned out right, you shouldn't have to dig into that uh, for, uh, Roth account. Yeah, it goes, it goes by way quick. I, I've got an 18-year-old granddaughter. How did that happen? <laughs> wow, that's congratulations. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, she just graduated time, from high school. Oof. Time flies, right? I just finished my, my first week as a 50-year-old, and where did that, how did that happen? <laughs> I, I don't understand. You know, oh, geez. Yeah, it is amazing. Folks, take advantage of these offers today, 800-998-5649. Uh, Paul is in Standish. He writes and says, I'm fairly confident that my dividend-paying stocks will pay me or will provide me the income that I need in retirement, but sometimes I wonder if I'm... I'm relying too heavily on that plan. Do I need to diversify the income side of my portfolio? Hmm, like the question. That's a great question. I actually had a, a client in recently where we have a strategy with some of the portfolio for dividends, and he's a trust of a trust. Uh, he's a trustee of a trust for him, his uh, his siblings, and so he's in charge of managing that and uh, and divvying up the dividends. So he came in. He said he would come into the end of, uh, about six months ago, the end of last year, and he said, "Kev, I had to I." By by uh, the trust documents, I have to pay out the dividends every quarter to my siblings, and you had done so well with the dividends this past quarter, it makes me look like a hero, but the problem is they're going to expect that every single quarter. So why don't we adjust how much you have in that dividend strategy down saying and try to get more growth on those funds instead of me paying out all those dividend income. So okay. it, it, it's one of those things, you know, case by case. Yeah. Let's look at how much dividend you need and then allocate that amount of money into the dividend strategy and then try to grow everything else without taking the dividends out. Sure. All right, Paul, 800-998-5649. There's your number. Uh, Ashley is in Oakland and uh, says, I have $60,000 in a savings account and I also have an IRA. I want to invest the 60000 so that I can grow, so that it can grow, but I'm nervous about investing currently. How do I invest all or some of this money with the very cautious approach? I'm 63, plan to retire at 65. Well, I'm guessing she probably has some other money too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she does. So thanks for writing in, Ashley. So th th there's a term called dollar cost averaging. And a lot of times that, uh, you know, you put money in over time, piece by piece and invest it as, as time goes by, instead of doing a, a jump in lump sum. I, I had a, a, a recent client come over and do business with us and move it from a broker. They started with this broker about only four or five months ago. Well, the broker had a two-year plan to put this money in dollar cost averaging, and the market still is doing great, right? So they, they didn't feel like that was a good enough plan, and I don't think it was either because the broker was hesitant to, to commit the money. We don't have that problem here at Frisbane Associates because, because of our tactical approach, the nature of how we manage money, if the market changes direction, we're moving pretty quickly. So we don't have the big, you know, the big swings down. So we can we can do kind of that nesty plunge, so to speak, right? And commit that money knowing that our, our portfolio managers have your back. 
and, and you don't have to worry about necessarily doing that dollar cost averaging. Sure. All right. Well, that makes sense. So you were talking about um, the uh, the uh, the seminars that you do, and I know that you are going strong with those. Yeah, I was. You know, the, the last couple of seminars, I'm so glad to see people coming out to uh, to the workshops. And our next workshop's coming up in Auburn, Maine on uh, the 23rd, which is Wednesday coming up. So uh, that's 9, I'm sorry, 10 a.m. till noontime. And uh, we have, you know, we talk about legal planning. We talk about long-term care planning, all kinds of things. So if you want to get registered for that, call up the radio show. We can get you into that. And uh, the ones after that are going to be a retirement income planning workshop also in Auburn. That's going to be scheduled for July 8th, which is a Thursday evening from 6 to 7, 15 p.m. All right. Well, I mean, again, that's that's great. And you know, you talk about that estate planning uh, piece of the of the workshop and or the seminar, and that is such an important part. And 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 just purely personal, you know, I, I was going through some things, and and you know, my wife had some was in the hospital. What anyway? Long story short, we got it all done finally. That estate planning, and I feel so much better. And and so to that point, I mean, I'm not pointing you out, but you kind of waited till an event happened. Exactly. You had to, that's you had to scramble and get it done. And that's, yep. the, that's the worst. There's already enough stress going on with an event, right? No kidding. <laughs> and so, yeah. So you, from your real experience. So I would tell people, don't procrastinate, get it done. That's why we have that. We do about a 20-minute segment of legal planning and estate planning, avoiding probate and, and wills and trusts and all that kind of stuff in our, our asset preservation workshop. And I think it's valuable for people to, to leave with that information. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, this has been a great show. I really had a great time. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time. Sounds good, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions, or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here it is. This is your last opportunity today to give Kevin a call, get on the calendar, and, and begin to work out that financial roadmap. Take that complex financial world, whether it's Social Security, whether it's Roth IRA, whether it's a Roth conversion, an IRA, all of that, they understand. They can help break it down, make it clear, make it easy to understand, and give you choices. It's a practical financial review, and it's a phone call away. 800-998-5649. callers get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Kevin talked about, the, the Social Security analysis, the portfolio x-ray, all of that, no cost, no obligation. And 
then when you walk out the door, you'll have a roadmap, a guide that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. That's the number, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week is right here. This show went by so quickly, but the information, really cool, really good stuff. Yeah, I thought it was a great show, and we covered a lot of ground, and we will answer your calls within an hour of the show ending. So if you want to talk to somebody and have uh, your questions answered, Give a call to Frisbee and Associates today. That sounds great. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. And we're going to be back again next week with new topics and questions and more. All that and more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.